This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Something that Paul wrote about this week in uh, this week's Decatur Tribune really got me to thinking uh, about, you know, who do you believe? What do you believe? And if it's coming from the political class in this country, uh, it is really hard to determine sometimes. Uh, And uh, Paul was writing specifically about doing business in the state of Illinois and, you know, what people will say. And then the governor's response this week to a new report. And, um, you know, it's a good question. And I think it speaks to just the lack of trust we have in political leadership today. Yeah, I think that's right. I think there was a time when a statement would be made. You pretty much took it for face value. Yeah, I mean, that, knowing that politicians were going to exaggerate yeah. and, and they were going to play up what was bad and play, you know, I mean, that that's always been the case. But now people will just look right at you and lie through their teeth. Yeah, and it, it's so opposite of what the other side basically is saying or maybe a person group that's investigating saying, hey, wait a minute, you, you say this, but the reality is this really happens. Yep. So... I think today there's a lot of confusion in the minds of uh, well, a lot of people, even journalists, saying, you know, and then if you can't talk to the person to get the other side, you just uh, receive statements that they've issued, uh, and you can't question them about those statements. Right. That makes it even more difficult. Yeah, it is. And 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 by the way, though, the, the wire points reference you made, they are a partisan group. I mean, well, I know they, they call themselves <laughs> yeah. nonpartisan. This is the Illinois Policy Institute. I mean, they've got a conservative thing. That's fine. I don't know why they just don't own it. You know, I mean, to me, I'd have more respect if you said, here's what our agenda is, and here's what we're fighting for. Okay, you know won't keep me from reading your stuff. Well, but when you come out, the, yeah. when you start by saying, oh, no, no, we're nonpartisan, baloney. Well, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make what they say untrue. No, you know, because, but it does yeah. make me suspect to begin with when they're starting with a false thing of telling you they're something that they're not. Well, and I think you have to get past that on about any of these groups. Oh. And it's like we're the only nonpartisan. How many times have I heard yeah. that? And yet they lean a certain way. Here, here's what I'll tell you what I, I think is the truth about the Illinois economy when it comes to business businesses, right? Uh, Yes, we've lost a number of large corporations in about every list you will find. uh, And this isn't J.B. Pritzker era. This is the last 20 years. Uh, We're always in the top 10 list you don't want to be on. And we're very rarely in the top 10 list that you want to be on when it comes to business friendly state. I mean, that's just for the last 26 years and gotten worse, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yet, uh, Power. I mean, there's some areas where, like, we actually are pretty good. Uh, you know, Premier came in and bought Tate and Lyle. You know, didn't keep them from coming in. Nova Feed from France is coming in. ADM moved their corporate headquarters. They moved them to Chicago. I, I mean, they didn't go out of the state. So you can make a. There's a lot of examples of people leaving. There's a lot of examples of people staying. Uh, overall. Um, when you give the entire state government over to one party because you can't run people that are likable enough to get elected, you're going to get downsides to that. Yeah, and I, I think the the but, fact that I think the fact that we have people here that have worked uh, doubly hard, you know, uh, to keep Decatur's pretty solid in in that respect is true. Well, and and, and, and recently, I, I'm just telling you uh, what the governor is doing. Uh, around the electric vehicle market is very smart. And what they're doing recently, and and I'm not telling you this is my opinion, 
you talk to Karen Demersion, you know, talk to Nicole Bateman. I mean, there's movement here where Decatur has some real opportunity. I mean, look at the projects that are going on now. We were just out there for the ribbon cutting for Nova Feed. I mean, this is going to be the largest uh, thing of its kind in the on the globe. Uh, this is a company from France, you know, investing in Decatur, Illinois. So it's not all bad news. It's not all good news. As usual, you're probably better off being somewhere in between both of these sides. Well, and I think, too, the, the point can be made that it could be a lot better news. We have golden opportunities to attract uh, uh, businesses here that we've lost. And certainly, uh, as I explained in, in, uh, in that column, uh, you know, when I was mayor, what was confided to me and what was said to me by some major companies indicated <laughs> Caterpillar being one of them. That if we were starting out again, we would not start in Illinois considering the tax structure and everything else involved here. But once you're here, you have to deal with that. And sometimes you can expand somewhere else in another state. I think that's happened on, I, it, on occasion. Look, there's no yeah. doubt. I mean, decisions get made and, and, and politics play a role in that. I mean, there is no doubt. We also, unlike Missouri, unlike Indiana, have Chicago, which is a very big, I mean, for all the good, there's also a lot of, uh, you know, when you have huge populations like that, it's just a different state. But I read the story that you uh, counterpointed with that, you know, compared in this Midwest region, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, I think people like to knock Illinois. I think people like to knock Decatur. I think it's just sort of the go-to move. Uh, oh, you know, nothing. And 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 the old EDC person you were talking about—that was always the excuse. But I take the EDC person we have now. There's all kinds of stuff landing. Yeah, but you hand everything over to one party, you're going to get what they do. Yeah, and I, I think the the fact that. Able to to stabilize when a lot of other communities have gone down. It, it's been because of the hard work of people sure. that have been involved. And, and I and that's not the politicians. I, yeah, sure. and that's what I mentioned. They they have they have overcome the damage yep. that politicians yeah. have done. I, and yeah. I I also think though that if you go to Missouri, people there would say the same thing. Or if you go to Indiana, you go to Bloomington, normal. I mean, there there's nothing to complain about up there. I mean, they are just booming away with Rivian and that chocolate you, you know factory and all this stuff. And and you go talk to Patrick Hoban and he'll tell you everybody in that city all they do is complain about how they can't get anything done and how they're 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 going out of business. Yeah. Well, so there's I, a part of that that we like to do as people. I think that's right. Yeah. You know, no, no matter what the and I'm sure they were doing this when Decatur had a hundred thousand people yeah. in it. You're still still complaining about it. I think the other side of it is so. Uh, you look at the, the progressive tax that continues to to be uh, yep. thrown out. That there are things that are on the horizon. That if I was a business person looking to Decatur or Illinois, I would say, you know, where's this going? Uh, used to be we were going to have a temporary income tax. You know, now it's uh, a flat tax. It's, it may be a progressive tax. I don't think make. there's heart for that over there. I mean, they put that to the voters. It, it failed miserably. The voters overwhelmingly, you know, rejected that idea. I know people are floating stuff, but I don't think there's going to be the political will over there. Now, here's the thing. What Republicans will tell you is, well, this is what happens when you give the power to the Democrats. Well, here's what I have to say to Republicans. Find some people to run that aren't crazy. <laughs> Well, Find some people to run that people can relate to and actually might support and vote and give you a little more power over there. Yeah, I think that I think the problem is, too, well, in, in the case of uh, our present governor, uh, you know, how how the boundaries redistricting was going to take place. He, he went in and campaigned on the fact that the, they were going to be basically by machine, yeah. by computer. And then when when push came to shove and it was time to approve the redistricting, 
He voted as the Democrats wanted him to vote. Of course vote. he did. And if he yeah. were a Republican, he would have done the exact same and thing. And that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong. I mean, there's not a sense of fairness. I mean, I think that's— yeah, But that's uh, always—I mean, listen, uh, yeah. rigging these maps has been a part of the thing my entire life. Yeah, but that doesn't make it right. No, and it's, and it's it doesn't. to stop that. But, but, that, you, but you're telling me it would stop if there were— Republicans in power, they do the exact same thing. No, I'm saying stop. Maybe if the balance was drawn, you know, in in this modern age, you know. I, I listen, I'm not disagreeing with you on how it should be done. All I'm saying is that's not going to be the case because neither one of these parties are going to give up that power. Well, and then you've just uh, you've just identified the real problem right. we have in Illinois. But but yeah. Republicans aren't losing seats because of the mapping. They're losing seats because they are completely out of touch with the people in this state. Well, I'm not sure both parties aren't out of touch, to be honest well, with you. Well, the other one keeps winning. Yeah. Yeah, well, they keep winning because it's, it's slanted so they can win. Well, the Republicans said, we want Mary Miller, not Rodney Davis. You know where – I'm not going to blame the Democrats for being successful. They're putting people out there and winning offices. The Republican Party keeps telling everybody, you're not welcome, and then have narrowed themselves down to such a small audience. They can't win. I don't care what the district yeah, is. Yeah, but that's now. But that's always been the case. I mean, or, you, you look at history, that's been the case of the Republican Party, even when this division wasn't in the Republican Party. Jim Edgar Party. wasn't that kind of Republican. That's he a was long governor. Or twice. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Things have changed uh, uh, since Jim Edgar was governor. Well, I, I'm pretty sure Ronald Reagan uh, wasn't this kind of Republican. I'm pretty sure that there's all kinds of. Yeah, it, Ronald it, Reagan well, wasn't governor of Illinois. Well, he was either. governor of California, and yeah. then he was president of the United States. Uh, you're telling me that that the Republican Party hasn't changed. That the voters in the the new 15th district thought Mary Miller was a better choice than Rodney Davis because Rodney was a rhino. Yeah, that's. Rodney Davis was a Republican in office for 10 years. Well, uh, what hasn't changed is the Republicans' approach to winning. You know, and Have fewer it, people it, vote, try to cancel people's ability well, to vote? Well, yeah, fewer candidates, you know, qualified candidates running because they see this. They see, like, there's a hopelessness there of, of being elected and serving. We know that districts are redrawn to, to, as gifts to some Republican candidates. It happened to Bill Mitchell and others. You Dan know. Calkins. Yeah, we, we allow them to have that because there's no power there. Because they're you know, loony. I mean, yeah. they, they, what would you do if you were in charge? I would say keep in that seat as long as we can because every time he opens his mouth, it's more money and votes for us. Yeah, and so what does that do to the public? What does that do to the voters? We get what we have now. You know, we have one. You had a choice between Rodney Miller and Mary or Rodney Davis and Mary Miller. You had that choice. Republicans in the 15th district had that choice. A guy who was going to have senior leadership, who was who brought home the bacon, our tax dollars back to us, was a good guy. And and Trump flies into Quincy, and they take this woman who her idea of of, of leading is stunts. I'm going to boycott the State of the Union address. Well, that's that's probably good for our district. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Well, the civility is gone. It is, and I think that's another aspect of, of today's campaigns and today's politics, that you call people liars instead of working with yeah. them. And, and I'm and, just not living red or blue life anymore. I refuse to. I look at the, you did the compare and contrast with Nikki Budzinski and uh, uh, Mary Miller. One of them went out there and took a Decatur young woman from Decatur who is getting into the IBEW and a great success story about pathways to jobs, talked about ag, all the things that matter to this district, right? And veterans, yeah. And veterans. And the other one boycotted and sent a COVID denier to the, the State of the Union address. 
Yeah, I think, you know, you know my history has been pretty conservative, you know, over the years, and, and it remains there. But uh, as I look at those uh, and contrast those two statements from those two congresswomen. Our two congresswomen. Yeah, yeah, they represent us and parts of Macon County and, and us. They represent Decatur. Yep. And look at the contrast between what happened just a state of union message, and I think. Uh, but one of them was talking about. Tell me what's not conservative about wanting people to be gainfully employed and to have a career path, uh, become an electrician. What's not conservative about supporting agribusiness and ag or our veterans? Well, she had she punched all the right buttons. Right. She, yeah. Yeah. And and she's in the right place, and she's making the right statements. And she's on the ag and the veterans committee. Yeah. And what's Mary Miller doing? Yeah. Uh, protesting and not showing up for, uh, and we have a few others there. They're yelling out "liar" during. But that's <laughs> that's my problem with the Republican Party today. They're yeah. just they just do stunts. They don't lead. They don't they don't have any ability to lead. They just. Yeah, and and I think that's uh, I am a lot like you in in that respect. And I think I've mentioned this, you know, before. You know, my political perspective and, and certainly what I see in life as the direction I want my life to go and, and my community to go, you know, it really hasn't changed that much. No. You know, it hasn't. And I have a hard time finding, you know, uh, candidates and political parties that represent those views anymore. I am someone, you know, I'm not red. I'm not blue. Maybe I'm yellow caution. <laughs> like, I don't know which yeah, one. They're going to call you something else now. Yeah, they call me yellow. Uh, yeah. You know, the thing is this. I mean, look at this Macon County Court case. And, and, and this is just the circular firing squad. This is what the Republican Party is in Illinois today. You got Tom DeVore grifting everyone uh, from the get-go during COVID and everything else. You add up these $200. I mean, there's at one point where he was pulling in a half a million dollars, you know, in legal fees on cases that he lo- he lost every one of them. Now he's in this whole gun debate, and then Dan Calkins got his own grift going. Now they're fighting each other in court. It, it's a, a laughing stock. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not talking about. You may have very strong feelings about the Second Amendment and think that this this law is wrong. That's fine, but but it's like who can outdo two hundred dollars at a time with each other? No one's leading. Yeah, and, and that's I think that's what we we've needed, and we've needed it for quite a while. And and you look at what you want in leaders, and you want those who set examples, those who are willing to listen to others, yep. those who can make their statements, and, and and you know where they're coming from, and you know they're there for the right reason. They're there to serve you, and not to serve themselves. But they're, that but that's here here's the success story on the Republican side. This is how it works today, nationally, regionally, here in Illinois, Central Illinois. You go feed the red meat to the the diehards because they're going to get you elected. They're going to be you know your supporters. You, you make them fear everybody and anybody that's different than they are. Uh, you you stay in the minority. You don't ever have to actually do anything tough as far as legislation. You just be the anti stunt guy all day long, and then you raise a bunch of money on that and you get reelected. And that's the role they play. I think what bothers me is that we have so much potential here in Decatur. And, and we are doing and, it. And good things are happening, yeah, but, but we so don't need many them. more. We don't need them. Yeah. And we're, we're doing this without that. That's, that what, that's what you're saying. It's easier. We're, what could we do with them? What could we do with their support? And if anything... Nothing, because they don't have any power to do anything. That's the dirty secret they don't want you to know. Dan Calkins can't bring anything to the table for you. Mary Miller can't bring anything to the table for you. 
and and we've and we've really cut off a supply that we had with uh, with Rodney Davis. We're saying, of course we, we did. Yeah, and, and what did Kevin McCarthy do? Goodbye, hello, Marjorie Taylor Greene, my new bud. Yeah, and I think that's what really troubles me as someone you know has always been supportive of Decatur. I see all that we have going on here in spite of this, and then you look. We're still seeing population decrease. We're still seeing people leave and going somewhere else. Yeah, we still got a lot of upside. I'm telling you, Paul, the world's changing. Jobs are changing. Uh, Economic development is changing. The stuff that they're doing around EVs and other things, there's some some potential. It doesn't mean they won't screw it up. But I'm not... I am not pessimistic about the future of a this uh, or this region. I think that anymore, uh, these institutions that don't function, public education, Congress, you know, the state reps, <laughs> that you just got to do it without them. Well, and that's what we're doing. And I'm, I don't mean for one minute to say I'm pessimistic about the future of, of, of Decatur or central Illinois. We got a lot going for us, and we have a lot going for us that other communities do not have going for them. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, what really irritates me is, you know, it could be so much bigger than it is, yep. you know. And, and and what we're doing now, we're doing without the assistance of right. those people who should and, be helping but, us. But we have decided that. 15th congressional district voters I decided. I know you yeah. didn't. I didn't either. But <laughs> yeah. they did. And elections have consequences, and that's the consequence. And that's what we have to overcome. Yep. We, ha- we have to overcome. But that's not. But that won't be overcome by blaming Democrats. That will only be overcome by pointing out what's wrong with the Republican Party. You know, well, yeah, I think it's, it'll be overcome, you know, by doing what we're doing now, by saying, OK, you want to go over here and fight and battle and, and accuse each other. We're going to move ahead yeah. as a community. They're not even it, fighting and battling. They're just they're just doing stunts and then raising money off of it. That's all it is. Well, and it doesn't benefit us no. at all. It doesn't. It benefits does, them. Well, it doesn't benefit the image of this community either. Well, you want to elevate it. It's not a lot easier than leading. Leading takes work. Yeah. All right. Ameren's looking for a rate increase electric and gas rate increase and they're blaming the climate and equitable jobs act which by the way uh they have to meet these requirements in 2050 but they want their money most people's power bills have gone up two to three times what they were a year or two ago right yeah yeah um they're high i I don't i think amron i don't have any problem with them you know as a whole and you know they're here you know a lot of people that work for them uh, I just don't understand, like, okay, the, the the state of Illinois, and by the way, this also, you know, people hear climate change and they do red or blue and they close their ears and they yell and scream at each other. If you look at companies like ADM, if you look at companies that are, like, looking to literally change the way they do business to be sustainable, you, you know, this is not out of line with that. 2050 is a long time from now. Yeah. But it seems like every time a law is passed that requires them to do the right thing, they want to raise rates on you immediately. Well, yeah, they use that as an excuse. Yes. Yeah. It's one of those things. Who do you believe? They say they have to have this. You know, uh, the other folks say, uh, oh, no, 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 no. You know, you know, you don't have to do this all up one. And they're not going to do it all up front when they get the rate increase if they get it. That's twenty. That's 27 years away is what they're talking about. I told Nick this yesterday. I, I am finally at the realization that when you have these conversations, I realize I will no longer be here to have this argument when it happens. <laughs> you mean you're not going to be here 27 years from now? I don't think so. <laughs> Who knows? I'm at peace with that. I'm just saying <laughs> it won't impact me one way or the other. But but it's it's always this us versus them. I mean, maybe they have, you know, they got hit hard. I mean, you know, sometimes the price of eggs just happens, right? And and but I don't know why everybody's always got to grab for all the way. 
Well, because they have an excuse, and I think that's that's what's caused a lot of problems. It, you know, I as a business person, you know, if I if I increase my price uh, for the paper, and I did, I have once in the last ten years, you know, it's because of postage going up. Those things that you can see, but I don't say, you know, ten years from now, postage is going up, so I'm going to raise your rate now for the newspaper. I couldn't get away with that. Wouldn't do it anyway. But there are businesses that use whatever the news cycle permits them to use to say, ah, we have an excuse now. Yeah. You know, we need to plan for the future. Well, we all do, but you don't need to uh, bill I don't us up front. It. Yeah, you don't need it now. And if we if you bill us up front, are you really going to do what you're supposed to do, or are you going to wait another you know ten years and then go for another rate increase for the same thing? Yeah, and so in those ten years, you're getting you're getting more money for doing nothing except uh, you've sold anticipation you know right in 2050 we got to be ready i just wonder if, if politically with everything going on with comet and you know all of that illegality and the trials coming up and people's rate increases here with amron have gone way up maybe not all their fault i'm not you know but is there political will right now to go out and give them a big increase yeah i don't i don't think it's like so. the bears stadium everybody's talking yeah. about but i don't think it's going to happen on tax dollars well not the way the bears have been playing either well, so. that's that's <laughs> just like maybe they had a winning team my last good <laughs> i had two good feelings about chicago bears in my entire lifetime the first time i watched brian song is an abc monday night movie of yeah. the week and the 84 bears yeah uh, that was a great team 84 bears 85 bears. 85 bears yep. well did they play the super bowl in 85 86. It was 84 86 okay. it's an 85 team that won you're right 86. you're right. Yeah. right 85 bears my apologies <laughs> well 84 bears are pretty good too to get to be 85 that's right it was, yeah, they're a good team it was ditka it was a very short window though yeah and then they couldn't they did the circular firing squad too and no one could get along well, and the, the punk quarterback and just all of them oh uh, god paul the punk quarterback you did, now i'm gonna jim put McMahon. you out of the lawn jim mcmahon yeah yes Fridge. They had the whole nine yards. Um, <laughs> all right. So we'll keep us posted. We're running out of time here for this segment today, but uh, you can read all about it in the Tribune. Um, I, I I just want our leadership. I don't care what's done on a national stage. You have very little control over um, you know, parties surge, they go back, they come up, they go back, candidates come up. I still think the vast majority of the people in this country are somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I think more so than ever. Yes, and I, and and just want common sense, and that doesn't have to come in the shape of red or blue or in, but but the our leadership here, overall, has never been weaker. Well, I think the time is going to come when those people who are much more moderate and sensible in their approach, yep. you know, they're going to make that change. And until that change is made by sensible people. You know, I think we have to do whatever we can do in an optimistic way for our community and move on yep. without that help. Yep. And when that help comes, so much the better. That's okay. Right now, we're just going to do it, and they'll show up and take credit, and that's fine. As long that's as it right. Gets they done. can show up to cut the ribbon. That's exactly right. That's Paul, have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Paul Osborne, City Hall Insider, former mayor of Decatur, publisher of the Decatur Tribune. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.